Welcome to the EV Diaries. This is the place where we discuss electric vehicles in small town America. I'm Ben. If you listen to any of my episodes at all, there's three things that stand out. First, I'm in the market for an EV. Second, I love my Mini. And three, I have got a thick southern drawl. My love of Mini is rooted in just the ownership experience that I've had. I love the style, I love the handling, and that's the reason I am considering the Mini E as my first EV. Of course, if you've listened, you know that I'm concerned about the range. Uh, It's a little bit less than what I really wanted to settle on. I did get some good news yesterday. I will be allowed to charge at work, uh, level one, though, as long as I don't create a trip hazard with my EVSE, which as we know stands for Electric Vehicle Supply Equipment. I've been in the district office this week in my hometown, so I will have to go next week and scope out all the outside outlets to see exactly how this will work for me. But the one thing it does is it makes owning the Mini possible and I will be able to operate it in such a way as to prolong the battery life. But I have been considering what are some other possible options other than the Mini E. I've already mentioned several times I hate car payments. So whatever I get I would want to pay it off fast. And I can't lease an EV because I just drive too far in a year for that to make sense. If you look at the Chevy Bolt I'm losing the tax incentive in April. I've looked at something like the Kona by Hyundai. It's a very nice looking vehicle, but the closest one that's going to be available to me is in Maryland. If it had been available in Georgia or Ohio, I would have considered uh, at least going to test drive one. So note to Hyundai, expand your territory. And there are other EVs, and I plan to evaluate a lot of them to see if they would meet my needs. And many of them are new this year, so um, there's going to be a lot of new EVs on the market. But that payoff thing is, is one of the keys for me. And most EVs, after the tax incentives, are in that thirty dollars to $40,000 range, which I realize isn't bad, but that's still more than I technically want to spend. This has made me circle back to one of my original thoughts and that's about buying a used EV. There's several pros and cons on either side so let's look at those. Well the biggest pro is that the car's already depreciated. I mean you can get a non-Tesla non-luxury EV fairly cheap you can save ten to $15,000 from the original sticker price on a two-year-old car. Problem is, there's no tax incentives. Oh, remember, you can get a tax credit up to 50% of the installation of a home level two charger. Um, so be sure to keep that in mind. And you know, used cars may have a lot of life left. Most will have some warranty left because the cars are 
rated for eight years and up to 100,000 miles on the battery. But there are several cons. You know the battery is already going to have some degradation. But you don't know how much. You don't know how the battery was treated. We did an episode talking about Becky's 2016 Leaf that she bought used. And how the charging habits of the people that owned her that owned it previous to her. Um, so that, that's the biggest con is you don't know the state of the health of the battery. You can, when you go to test drive or look at the car, see what the original range versus what it shows on the display is for a full charge. And, you know, there could be some mechanical situations that would need to be looked at, like tires and brakes and things all cars have. The problem is, in small-town America, there's a limited market of used EVs. You can look on Carvana or MyEV.com to see what's around, but the distance you will probably have to travel to test drive an EV is probably great if you live in small-town America. It's not like going to your local dealership, anyway. And then, you got a question about qualified mechanics. Um, you know, you expect used cars to, since they already have some wear and tear on them, to uh, start developing issues and you really need to see how qualified the mechanics are in your area um, and just routine maintenance like I said most EVs require a third of the maintenance but when they do have maintenance who in your area is going to be qualified to service them or are you going to have to drive hours to get to a dealership where someone knows what they're doing well, even in my case, my Mini Cooper, I've got several items, just mechanical items that people in my hometown can take care of. But if I really want true Mini service, I either have to go to Cincinnati or Knoxville. Knoxville's the closer of the two, and it's an hour and a half drive. Buying a used EV, well, and for that matter, any car, buying a used car, period, involves risk. But... It's a good way to dip your toe into the EV world without forcing yourself to take on a $40,000 commitment. I like the, the Mini E um, for the simple fact I can get a new EV for a used price. I mean, with the tax incentives, you're getting below $25,000. And you know that exactly how the battery's been treated because you're the one that's doing it you know how the car's been driven you know how it's been operated and what maximum state of charge and maximum discharge has taken place on the car you know exactly what you're getting when you get something that's new but i could get that same battery range that 110 miles out of a used car hopefully that's still got 90 percent of the battery left for less than fifteen thousand dollars I mean, it's, uh, that's, that's attractive too, but that's, you know, why not pay the extra five or $7,000 and get something that's brand new if you're going to do that. So right now there's nothing really off the table for me. And especially with all the new cars that are coming out this year, um, it seems like there's something new every other day. I know I need to just pick a direction soon and go with it, but, you know, it's really a choice of heart versus head. I could make a Mini E work, but is it the most practical decision I could make? 
And I don't know, maybe something soon will come along that will inspire both my heart and my head at the same time. And it will be the perfect EV for me. Just remember, the EV revolution is here and the possibilities are endless. It's going to be a fun ride.